0: Mark chapter number four this morning, Mark in chapter number four. Title of the message is, I know the master of the wind. There's a song as such title as that. I know the maker of the rain. He can calm the storm, make the sun to shine again. I know the master of the wind. If you have your Bibles open in Mark chapter 4, I'm going to read verse 1 and 2, and then we'll move over to verse 35. Uh, 1 and 2 tells you, sets the stage for you. Verse number 1 of chapter 4 of the book of Mark, and he began again to teach by the seaside, and there was gathered unto him a great multitude, so that he entered into a ship and sat in the sea. And the whole multitude was by the sea on the land. And he taught them many things by parables and said unto them in his doctrine. And of course the the sowers and different things in here, but verse 35 picks up towards the, so all this span of time that we see in these verses, uh, verses uh, three through 35 are the, some of the teachings that he's giving as he's sitting in the ship offshore And so that that has come to a close in verse 35. And the same day when the even was come, he saith unto them, them being his disciples, let us pass over to the other side. And when they had sent away the multitude, they took him even as he was in the ship. And there were also with him other little ships. And there arose a great storm of wind and the waves beat into the ship so that it was now full. Understand the ship is full of water. It's a serious situation. Can we admit that? Verse 38, and he was in the hinder part of the ship, asleep on a pillow, and they awake him and to him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? And he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm and he said unto them why are ye so fearful how is it that you have no faith and they feared exceedingly and said one to the other what manner of man is this that even the wind and the sea obey him father bless now this message father there's much heartache always in life father in the congregation there's always folks that are struggling with issues in their life, father of uh, health. And then father, sometimes there's, there's other situations um, that just are, have broken hearts. And I prayed Lord that there would see within the context of the message, certainly we have hope in Jesus Christ, but also we have Jesus. We have our God with us. Thank you for it in Jesus name, amen. The Lord has been teaching, been sitting offshore in a, in a small ship, it would appear. He speaks of it as a ship and he's been teaching and preaching all day long from the ship to the people. I would, I would assume he had a powerful voice. There's no doubt a multitude of people that are listening. And so he's been teaching and preaching all day. We find that he is asleep. Understand that Jesus Christ is all man and all God. He's the God-man. Anybody that would be speaking throughout an entire day like that, and can you imagine sitting at the feet of Jesus? You're offshore, on the, perhaps on the beach. Maybe you got your feet in a little water, perhaps to cool them, but you're sitting there and the Lord is teaching through the day and as the crowd is gathered, can you imagine being able to hear the Lord Jesus Christ teach? I would dare say that nobody got up and left. Can you imagine hearing God, Jesus Christ, God in flesh teaching? It, it must've been just remarkable. But as a man, he's tired. Let's just face it. He's, he's been sitting there all day in the boat and no doubt extending and pushing as loudly as he can and strength, so he can be heard well. Perhaps there's a little hillside that folks are a little more like a, like a where they can see him better. But he's he's tired. He gets on the ship, and it's no wonder that he goes and he he, he falls asleep. I mean, he's he's been teaching all day long. I um, I, I teach Sunday school, morning service, and generally preach on Sunday nights. And I would tell you just those. Basically, you're talking about an hour and a half or maybe slightly more. That, that, can can you imagine how, I'll tell you, Sunday night, I sleep like a rock. Um, And it just, I'm tired. I'm just just tired. And um, our Lord was teaching all day long. He's exhausted and he, he falls asleep on the ship. As we know, there arises a great storm. Uh, just a horrible storm that's on the ship. The Bible calls it a great storm of wind. And it says the waves beat the ship so, and, and it's, the waves beat it so hard it's, it's full of water. These are not just ordinary men. These are fishermen that are his disciples. These men are on the on the Sea of Galilee, no doubt. They know the sea well, and they know the danger they are in. With the wind being what it is, they're not foreigners to this to the storms on Galilee, and they know this one is bad. And so they go, and of course, they waken the Lord and they say to him, Carest thou not that we perish? Of course, he cares for each one of us individually and collectively as a church, certainly cares about our, our well being and what's going on in our life. I would like to compare this story this morning to our life in Christ. We're very similar in that we are in Christ, we're in the boat, if you will we're with Christ Christ in us the hope of glory but we're going through life and such as the nature of life is that storms of life do come up I uh, I don't I don't know particularly why but I grew up in a Christian home and I, I didn't didn't grasp that, you know, it just seemed like life was pretty smooth for me as far as tragedies, I would say, were con- concerned. But they do come. They don't come to everyone. I, I agree to that. But certainly trouble comes. These men are probably tired as well. But they're, they're, they're in despair at this point. They realize that this, this is not a storm that they're going to survive. This is a storm that they're gonna die in. So they go to him and master cares Found out that we perish. They didn't say that just to escalate the situation. These fishermen thought they were gonna die. This was a serious storm that they were in. This morning, across the room, there's serious storms. Some of you this morning, your storm, you're not even able to get here to church because of health, perhaps, might be, as Don, uh, not Don, but as uh, Wilbur would say, maybe you've had too many birthdays. And so your home just, the body's not working well enough to get you out. And uh, folks that have come for years and years, but it's just, the numbers have added up, and it's just difficult to get here, and they're watching this morning. They would love to be here, and they, in some sense, they're suffering in a storm of life now because their health is so poor, they can't can't get here, and, and they would love to be here. They love to be sitting in their places where they always sat. Sometimes they're able to come sometimes not and at some point guess what that happens to all of us if we live long enough that it gets harder and harder and the storms of life have come but I would tell you that I I didn't I don't know why I didn't expect that storms were going to come to me is that fair? I I don't know why I just I didn't expect it I, I just I just felt like I don't know that Good things, uh, bad things don't always happen to good people. It's just, you know, it's just uh, our pastor used to warn of those things. And I would think, man, every week he's warning about trouble coming into your life. Not everybody has trouble, you know. And the trouble came. And, you know, the Lord sustained us through it, as you promised. But I would, I would tell you today, this, this trip that these men are on aren't, aren't just about these men. It's descriptive of our lives. It's in the Bible wasn't here just for the disciples to tell us the story of the disciples and the fear the fear that they had when trouble came It's telling us the fear we have when trouble comes and 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 they're crying out to the Lord as we would cry out Lord don't you know what's going on in my life I mean carest thou not that we perish Carest thou not that our condition is seemingly unsolvable Carest thou not now we all know the answer. Well, of course, we, we see the story. We know that he cares. We know that he does, but when trouble comes, sometimes we, we wonder, Lord, cares thou not? It doesn't, I've been praying and it doesn't seem like you're hearing. It doesn't seem like you're answering the prayer in the way of which my expectation is, I expect my prayer to be answered and, and things go back to normal in my life. And it doesn't seem as if that prayer is being answered lord don't don't you care and we would instantly say well pastor yeah we we know he cares but are you like the disciples you want to you want to run back and you you'd like to shake him and say lord you know we got we got a big storm we're all going to die here can you help us right and of course he says the words peace be still and i i'm It's a little humorous to me because they're asking me if he doesn't, you know, cares not that we perish. And then seemingly moments later, they're they're in deep fear because he said, peace be still to the winds and the waves. And can you imagine being in the boat with somebody that just speaks to the wind and the waves and they just calm out and the wind stops and the waves stop. And now the Bible speaks about, and they were very fearful. Because all of a sudden the, the realization, even though the miracles they had seen, the realization is, whoa. Seriously, the wind and the waves obey his voice. Now they're afraid like, whoa, we're in the boat with God. Now they knew it. But the realization when he just spoke and it all calmed down, he is a powerful God. These men, they're in a journey and we all are on life's journey. We have sweet fellowship with Jesus as we travel in this life's journey sweet to know him as our savior. And boy, the comfort that we have as believers, knowing that we are on our way to heaven. And the older, you know, most of you get, I'm, I'm kind of holding my own here, but, but you know, the older you get, um, the more you really, you relish the idea that Jesus Christ could come at any moment. When you're younger, you, you have a de- desire to live out life. But as you get older, you're like, Lord, this would be a great day to return storming in my life to return today and then as the older you get it seems like the storm just comes and stays with you physically and you're looking every day like lord this would be a good day this would be a good day lord some of you this morning you're going through hard times and you're thinking boy pastor i wish it was today we got some tough times in our life i just wish, wish the lord would come back as he promised oh he will he's always aware of our circumstances he was aware of the circumstances. As he said to them though, he said, we're gonna to go to the other side. And so, you know, when Jesus says, we're gonna to go to the other side, that some, some way, somehow you're gonna to get to the other side, right? Ladies and gentlemen, if you trusted the Lord Jesus Christ as your savior, guess what? He has promised that he will never leave you nor forsake you and that he's a home in heaven. He's preparing a place for you right now and it's real and it's there. that's what we have that's the promise that we have they heard we're going to go to the other side but getting to the other side was a real challenge that caused them to what? fail in their faith in some sense they became very fearful and down thou not and, and sometimes in our, in our trip we know, we know where the destination is and just as sure as they got to the other side just as surely as they got to the other side you and I are going to get to the other side as well but there's going to be storms along the way as such as these men suffered was a severe storm that brought them to fear. The Bible speaks of it also and it says that there was little ships with him when they took off from shore. It says there were other little ships. There's no temptation taking you but what? Such as is common to man. There were other little ships. They weren't the only ship on the Sea of Galilee. There was other little ships, the Bible calls them, that were, they could see them. There was other little ships out there. You realize there's other people that are going through trials too. You're not the only one in a storm. There was other little ships out there and there was other people that were feeling threatened for their lives, but they didn't have Jesus in the boat. Now they certainly were blessed that Jesus solved the problem for his disciples and calmed the sea for all of them, right? But understand that you're not, you're not at sea alone. You're not, you're not going through problems alone. Most lives will bring problems and there are gonna be problems perhaps in your life that will be insurmountable that you cannot see any good outcome to and you, you can't see that all things work together for good and you can't see it and that's fair. There's times in life that you're you're not going to be able to see it. But Jesus is in your boat. He's in the boat with you. You're sailing. We're living our lives. And you have Christ in your heart. Jesus is with you. He never leaves you. He never forsakes you. He is with you. He will get you safely to the other side. But there's going to be trouble on the way. Sometime we are going to find all kinds of different problems in life. Some of them are difficult, but we can kind of see light at the tunnel. Maybe it's a physical problem and you, you're going through some treatment and you're, you're hoping that you're going to feel better again. Some folks in the room, especially the older folks, you, you look down the road and you think, what you see is what it's going to be. It's just going to be this way the rest of my life. It's just going to be difficult. It's going to be some hardships. There's going to be health conditions. And I'll just, things may get better, but they may not. They may stay like this. Brother Terry, I don't think you're going to be running any marathons anytime soon. Uh, there's, not, there's not light in that tunnel probably for you now I'd love for you to surprise me and you would probably beat me right now but you know I suppose you got some arthritis working on you a little bit A little tough to get the coat on right A little tough to get around it's the nature of the numbers right Wilbur he's had, he's had too many birthdays too Wilbur's not getting along like he used to either and you look and you realize that this today's today I'm glad I can get by today I'm glad I can go where I want to go today because we never know what tomorrow may bring. We have sweet fellowship. We have Jesus on our journey, and we have sweet fellowship with Jesus as we are traveling. He was on the boat with him. We do indeed encounter storms. But I want you to understand you're not alone. All of us are going to face those trials. All of us are going to be in it. And sometimes you have to look at those that have come through trials. Sometimes you're going to understand that some folks just... They bear trials throughout their life. We recently, in the last, I would suppose seven seven to 10 days, Ron Hamilton passed away. Now, I don't know if I would, I don't know who I would say is maybe a better man or a better Christian or a man that accomplished just remarkable things just in God's will, wasn't, I don't think what happened to Ron Hamilton, Patch the Pirate, I didn't think he probably realized that he was going to impact Christianity through the lives of children, and all their parents learning the same songs, right, because you're playing them in the car, and the kids are singing, and you're singing, and little by little, inch by inch, you know, we're getting all these little songs, right, and so, you know, we picked these songs, and we had no idea the impact, we loved the impact that this man was having, and I don't know, I would dare say hundreds of thousands of lives, and probably more than that. A good man by every standard, I don't know how long it's been. They got dementia at a pretty young age, and it has just it has just whittled him down inch by inch until the Lord took him home. And you think to yourself, a man like Patch the pirate that has done so much good and it was outstanding Christian man and wrote so many beautiful songs surely he would have a smoother path than this not as that's not such his life though is it dementia came his way anybody know how old he was when it first came he had it like 13 years so it's uh a lengthy span of time to just be going downhill and um, so what my point is this his life in spite of how it ended in a long span of suffering not really knowing it probably when the worst days were there not fully understanding things such is the case of life it doesn't matter who you are It doesn't matter how much good you've done for the Lord. All these things, we don't know the answers to them. We have no answers to why a man like this that was impacting so many people was taken over a long span of time, 13 years, and not being able to do the things that God had given him gifts to do, yet making an impact in so many lives. You never know, but we do know this, that all of us are going to go through trials and you say pastor I'm living for the Lord can I tell you something those disciples sitting in the boat with him were not backslidden they weren't going through the storm because of their spiritual nature there were things that God was trying to teach them he was trying to increase their faith but it wasn't as if these men were living in sin these were the disciples of Christ and yet trouble came they know they're going to arrive safely, but boy, that, that, that wind and waves. When the water's full, Don, I'm thinking, you're saying to each other, we need to wake him up now. <laughs> Somebody go get him because we're going down. This ship is full of water. I mean, we got wind, we got waves, but now we, we, we're, we're filled with water in the boat. We're just barely staying afloat. You may see those days coming in your life. Apostle Paul, perhaps the greatest Christian that we would look to as Gentile people, as the Apostle Paul that literally reached much of the planet with the gospel of Jesus Christ through his ministry. What a man such as Paul. Why is, why is, why is such a man in jail? Why is such a man abandoned even by those in Christianity? Why is such a man beheaded, persecuted so deeply, beaten unmercifully so many times a rough hard life the apostle Paul I mean who doesn't want to be the apostle Paul when we see Jesus oh, we all do right yeah with so much trouble to get there the ship was full of water however Jesus was in the boat they were traveling with Jesus ladies and gentlemen. That is what you always have to keep in mind you're going to go through hard times but you're traveling with Jesus you have the Lord their situation was bad, they were scared but Jesus was in the boat and if you know Christ is your Savior this morning he's in your life and no matter how it looks it looks like Lord why would even this happen to a Christian family that's trying to live for the Lord and trying to do all the right things only God knows I know he was putting his disciples through it when he was on the boat why he was trying to increase their faith trying to extend them he knew what was going to come their way he needed to prepare them for the day that they would be headed or crucified upside down or whatever uh, John of course Peter was saying I'm gonna be crucified but what about John you know the one that, that was on, that was leaning on his breast. We believe to be John. Why John? Well, interesting. But John was poisoned and survived it. Damaged his health though. He was boiled in oil and survived it. And then after all this, he's sent to the island of Patmos, which was the worst possible place you could be sent to. It was just filled with wickedness and sin. It was a horrible, horrible place to even live. That was his last stop was the island of Patmos where he wrote the scriptures of the book of Revelation from that island. Peter, you were wondering how Paul was going to wind up. That's how it wound up for Paul. I'm sorry for John. That's how it wound up. Yours was a little bit quick. His was just dragged out possibly over years. The pain and suffering that he would have suffered. Disciple of Jesus Christ. Suffering will come. We sometimes suffer suffer storms to increase our faith. We see David suffering terrible storms in his life. His children, of course, lost their lives, his sons. His storm came because of the sin of the wickedness that he had committed with Bathsheba. And God said, the sword will never leave your house. Remember him crying out, my son Absalom, oh my son Absalom, would to God I had died for thee. Why would he wanna die for his son like that? Because he realized the position that his son was in, even being killed, was as a result of his sinfulness. His ship was a rough ride because of what he had done. Of course, we're dealing with Old Testament. The children of Israel, storms came. They were denied going into the promised land. and They wound up in the wilderness for 40 years. The only people that lived were those below 20 years old. Everybody else died. Why? Because God had shown them Miracle after miracle to build their faith. And yet when they had the opportunity to go into the promised land, promised from Abraham all the way to their generation, and now was the time. And they had no faith. And they wound up in the wilderness where they died because of no faith. David, because of sin, children of Israel, losing God's will for their life because their lack of faith and trust after all he had shown them. Of course, the disciples suffering, God wanted to teach them faith. We will have storms. They are not things that are brought into your life that have no purpose or plan. This storm that came to the disciples, Jesus simply spoke the word and it stopped. It was there for a purpose. He wanted them to increase their faith, he found even in his own disciples. They're walking with him every day and seeing the miracles and seeing people healed and seeing people fed and all the things that they had seen. Can you imagine it, what they have seen at this point? So now one more test because he knows they have not arrived. They still don't have the faith grown yet after all they've seen in miracles. So now they're on a storm and they think they're all going to perish, and they're all going to die, and their master cares thou not that we perish. They're going through a storm. They're his disciples. Ladies and gentlemen, we are people that are headed for heaven, and we're going to go through life. And in life, we're going to be called upon to grow in faith. We're going to be called upon to trust what we cannot see. These things are going to come into our path. See, say, Pastor, I just can't figure out how this is possibly for my good. You may never see it. It does not mean that it's not for your good, though. I realized at some point that I was not the definer of good. God is, not me. And we don't know till we see him face to face. And then the song says, we'll understand it, the by and by. We're on the sea. We're going through storms, perhaps. You say, Pastor, my life's been pretty smooth. Praise the Lord for it. Live it one day at a time. Just thank God for the day you have. And if trouble comes, thank him for that day too. God knows. Of course, he calms the sea. Their words are, what manner of man is this? He is the Lord Jesus Christ. Ladies and gentlemen, whatever's going on in your life this morning, can I tell you, as a believer you have faith in the Lord Jesus Christ you have the Lord with you you have God with you he is not unaware of your circumstances step by step day by day you're just going to have to grow in faith trusting him you say pastor what if it's like the pirate I just suffer for a long time well understand it when we see him face to face but I know this you're never going to walk a step that he's not going to be with you he'll be with you he'll, he'll, he'll be by your side sometimes it's, it's going to take years sometimes to unpack what's happened in your life or understand it at all sometimes it's going to be a lot of tears in your life perhaps sometimes it's going to be physical health trust God Disciples said, carest thou not that we perish? Ladies and gentlemen, he died on the cross for our sins. He's, he's in heaven preparing us a place. The things that we go through here are only for our good and for our, our future. And the faith that we held in our future when we see him face to face. And you see what God has in store for you You're going to pass the mansion, you're going to say, whoa, I wonder who lives there. Apostle Paul. There's not too many of those. There's not too many of those mansions. There's a lot of mansions, but yeah, that's that's Paul. And you're going to come to your place. And all of a sudden, the cares of this world, the heartaches, all these things that just left you wondering, carest thou not that we perish? And the faith that you hold on to, the trust that you have in the Lord. You may walk by a place, say, well, whose is that? It's yours. Well, I never did anything great. But you were in great faith. You were in great faith. You trusted me through your trials. You trusted me and you went through it. And you think, Lord, it wasn't, wasn't anything like this though. He knows everything. When God is all you have, the song says, he's all you need. He's our God. He knows what you're going through. And he meets meet your needs. You won't be without tears in your life, but you will never be without the Lord Jesus Christ in your life. The song says, I know the master of the wind. I know the maker of the rain. You're never without him. Your ship today may be be teetering and you're you're taking on water, but you know the master of the wind. You know the maker of the rain. He can calm that storm in your life. And if your life seems to be tumultuous for spans of time, know that the God still has not overlooked you. He's only keep pushing your faith, pushing your faith, pushing your faith. Oh, my. James says, when persecution comes, thank God for it. Why? Because he's given you an opportunity. He's given you an opportunity to build your treasure in heaven. None of us want to get there and be nothing for us. We want something great in heaven, right? When invested, it's not coming. The great investment's not coming without trials. It's not coming without stress. It's not coming out with grief. It's not coming with just smooth sailing all the way. There's going to be hardships. This morning, I would tell you something. Don't go through life without the master of the wind because trials are going to come in every life. Whether you're saved or whether you're lost, they're coming. But I don't want to be in the boat without the Lord. Trust Christ as your Savior. Know that you're on your way to heaven and that the suffering that you go through is purposed. There were other little ships out there in the water with them. There's a lot of people in the same boat you are. Some are going to trust God through it, and some are going to turn and walk away. Trust Him through it. Cry your way through it. There will be tears, there will be suffering. But don't give up on the Master of the Wind. Keep Him in your boat. He does care. Let's all stand together, heads bowed and eyes closed. Do you know the Master of the Wind this morning? Is he in your boat? Trouble will come. But you've got Christ in the boat. You always know there's a plan, there's a purpose, and I'm going somewhere with this because God is in my boat. He's in my life. And eternity, I will see him, and I'll understand these things. But until then, I'm going to trust him through the storm. I see the boat filling up, Pastor. Trust him through the storm. He's pushing your faith. He's growing you. He's pushing you. He's a plan for your life and he's a plan for your eternity. If you don't know him today, don't go through life without Christ in your life. Don't go, don't do it. Trust him, be on your way to heaven. Life troubles will come, go through them with Christ. You want eternity in heaven. You want that, trust Christ. Christians, I don't know what's going on in your life, but I will tell you, trust him through it. He's in your boat. Your trip is, is going to, you're going to get to heaven. He promised it. He said, we're going to go to the other side and you're going to go to the other side. We're gonna, all going to meet there together. But let's, let's be in strong faith as we go through the trials of life, trusting him to the end result. We'll have our invitations sung, altars open Christians. If you're not a Christian, you don't know Christ as your savior. i run to him today. Come, let us show you how you can know for sure that you're on your way to heaven. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Pastor Dylan will sing our invitation.